could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be It's time to express yourself Where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Whether you're young or old, man or woman, we all have one thing in common. Every day we have to learn to effectively communicate our ideas, visions, and desires in order to reach a higher state of mutual understanding. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice, right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Hannah Hundle, and today the theme for our show is the gift of communication. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. Each week we bring you a stimulating, mind-bending, motivating program based on a chapter from our award-winning book, Be The Star You Are for Teen. Simple gifts for living, loving, laughing, learning, and leading. With regard to this week's theme, the gift of communication, we are going to examine how important it is to be forthcoming, open, and lay out everything on the table. We have a power-packed show for you today, and we're going to kick it off by turning to one inspiring man, Milton Quibner, who hosts Get Over Yourself, the Milton Mia Show, with his wife of 25 years, Mia Matters. Milton himself is a relationship specialist and the author of How, How High Should I Jump? A Satirical Guide to Pleasing Today's Woman. In collaboration with his wife, he's written two easy-to-use relationship handbooks, the Get Over Yourself Handbook on Cheating and Betrayal, and the Get Over Yourself Handbook on Creating Happiness in a Relationship. The Power Couple's weekly podcast, which they use to teach people how to effectively manage relationships for both partners' overall happiness, can be heard on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Player FM. What an inspiring mission. We are so honored and excited to welcome Milton to the program today. Hi, Milton. Thanks for joining us. It is my distinct pleasure. I am so happy to be here, and thank you for having me on. You're welcome. So why did you decide to start this radio show? I kind of looked into what you were doing and I, I was thinking, wow, you know, we finally have somebody that's, you know, emphasizing the importance of communication and relationships. And I think that's much needed. So why did you decide to start this show? For that very reason that there is so little real honest communication in relationships. And mm-hmm. if you notice, if you notice the, 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 the title of our show is Get Over Yourself. <laughs> And we say that because on, on two, for two very distinct reasons. One, to kind of lighten the mood, if you will, to yeah. take, people, take people down from where they're out. Hey, you know, you're, you're, you're throwing your problem in my face. Calm down a little bit. Get over yourself. Secondly, there's a lot of wisdom in that phrase, and that is learn to get some perspective on your problems because there are a lot of other people that have suffered are suffering and that are gonna suffer mm-hmm. what your what your job is and this is me talking but it is it is my view and Mia's view as well that you can survive and overcome everything that's why we're here 
This place is a learning, uh, a classroom, if you will. We all have problems. We all are learning as we go. And the key is to find ways to connect with people and communicate honestly who we are without blowing things out of per, 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 you know, proportion. And mm-hmm. learning, learning to get some perspective is the whole essence of what mm-hmm. our show is about. There's always a different story. There's always a different story. There's a number of ways to look at it. You know, we're locked in kind of a, a black-white, uh, right-wrong, good-bad paradigm. It's called dualism. And we've had that for the longest time. But we're breaking out of that. We are now learning that there's a lot more nuance. There's a lot more possibility to things. And the secret is going to be in taking a step back from your problems, your issues that feel so important, and saying, you know what? There's been other people that have come here before. There are, there are, they've survived. I've got to do it. This can't be as, as bad as it feels. So that's, that's really what we emphasize, is, is to say, hey, step back here. Learn to, learn to have a little fun with your problems. In fact, if you tune into what we do, I do poke fun at people's problems. I've got a few of my own. Everybody that's alive is going to struggle. And that's, again, that's why we're here, is to learn. Nobody knows anything, really, about what's going on. We're all kind of fumbling along, trying to discover our ways. And, right. you know, your focus on this show is communication. Well... The only way we can communicate is to learn to be honest about who we are and, maybe more importantly, who we are not. Because, you know, we're always, proje- we're always projecting to each other and even ourselves all these images, these illusions, all these things we want to be. But, you know, when it comes right down to it, communicating with each other, you're essentially lying to one another if you haven't learned to find out who you are. And exactly. again who you're not, you know? There's so many mm-hmm. games that we play that we can avoid, that we can avoid, we can avoid so much trouble by, by learning some of the honest, how can I say, the foundations to communication is, is, is this essential, honest look at yourself. It's hard to do. Look, I was young myself, and I spent years projecting, playing games, pretending I was somebody I wasn't. And when I finally, when it, Mia was the one that really centered me, my wife, when she when she came along and said, "No, you know, you're not all these creations. Let's let's focus on what you are. Let's forget the things that you are not." And this this was eye opening to me. And I it's a technique that we use on our show all the time. Yeah. Wow. You know, when I hear the phrase "get over yourself," I really do immediately think of young people, because I think when you're young, you have this tendency to be a little self centered and try to see how situations affect your own being without necessarily considering how they affect others around you. And I think really the key to a good relationship when you're young is to get over yourself. So given the experience that you have, what tips would you give to any young person listening to the program right now, tips on developing good communication habits? What are some things they should not be doing? Well, the, the, the single biggest thing that, that all of us make at every age is to take ourselves way too seriously. Yeah. <laughs> as if our problem is the only thing going on on the planet and everybody's got to pay attention to us right now. Uh-huh. And I mean, it's a common thing. I've experienced it myself. But the thing to do is to take a breath, step back, look around, uh, see that you're part of a, a larger global community. The world is not just you and your computer screen. There's a lot more beyond the computer screen. I find it, it's extremely difficult for young kids 
to get a grasp on perspectives, a sense of history, that they're, that they're part of a larger global community. So what I like to do, I'm a, I'm a coach, and so what I like to do all the time, aside from poking fun at our problems, is to focus us on the larger picture. Where are we in the whole human family, if you will? Now that doesn't really help when you've got a problem with your boyfriend, right? When, you're, when it's so urgent, when you, you, you gotta say something to him, or he's doing something wrong, or there's something that is, is bugging you. These essential things are just you being your own person. And yet, if you, if you get a sense, if you, if you can remember that you're not the only person on the planet, that there's another person across from you that has a whole world going on, and you will never know what goes on inside of that person. In fact, that's the, that's the crazy paradox here, is we've got seven billion people and we're all chattering away at each other and yet nobody can inhabit my skin. You, can, you cannot get inside of me and understand my world. You can't experience my world. Likewise, I can't do that for you. And so the only place that we can experience each other is in the space between each other. In other words, how we how we share our thoughts and our feelings and our emotions, and we do that through okay. words. Words have so much magic to them. And what I'm trying to say is you cannot expect yeah. anybody else to understand you. You have to set aside your problem, step out of your emotion and your feeling as best you can, and try to reach the person across with you with words that connect to them. It's hard. Communication is not easy. And so many people believe that communication is about me blowing my top, venting my fuse, getting all my stuff out, and letting it go. No, no, no. Communication is a two-way street. It's a, it's a participation. It's a giving and a taking. And again, we can't, you can't get inside of me. I, Hannah, there's no way I can understand who you are. I can only get a piece of you. You are your own individual distinct character on this planet with a whole world going on inside. So it's wrong of us to expect the person across from us to get it, to understand, to, 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 to quickly get a hold of our problem. It's almost impossible. So the only thing we can do is to be careful about the words we use and be very sympathetic with each other. I try to tell people all the time, instead of fighting, Instead of trying to prove your point, shut up for a moment and, and, and drag out, if you can, what your, the person across from you is trying to say. Mm. You'll, you'll get to your point. I mean, you're going to be dealing with your point for <laughs> days, <Yeah>. right? <laughs> but it's not just enough to blow your top to vent your fuse. That's not communication. Right. That's, that's not even expression. You can't talk at people. You have to talk to them. With people. Yeah. With, with. It, 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 participation is the key. We're in a society that has set us up to be very competitive with each other. Have you ever noticed that when you, you come back from a vacation, for example, and you start talking to your friends, hey, I just went to Yellowstone. In the old days, I'm an old guy, and I can, I, I'm, this is how it used to be. My friends would turn to me and say, oh, Mill, how was a Yellowstone? What happened there? Nowadays, we don't even do that anymore. We simply say, oh, you went to, they, we don't even acknowledge that the guy went to Yellowstone. We say, oh, I went to San Francisco. 
we, we, yeah, we, exactly. We, com- yeah. we compete with each other over our vacations in space. This is competition. <laughs> this is not communication. We want to ask questions of each other. We want to get to know what the experiences of the person across from us has had, as opposed to saying, well, I went to Yellowstone. Oh, I went to Miami. Mm-hmm. Nothing's happened. There's no communication. There's no participation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That That is that is a quote for the ages. Thank you very much. Milton. Well, I got more. Great conversation. <laughs> and thank you for the work you're doing. You're empowering and inspiring others by showing the importance of communication and relationships. During the break, everyone, be sure to check out Milt on his show, Get Over Yourself, The Milt and Mia Show, which can be heard on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Player FM. And check out the website at MiltonMiaShow.com. I'm Hannah Hundle. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. Also, please please visit our radio site at ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com and our charity site at BTSYA.org. Stay right here with us as we continue our conversation with Milton. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. You are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network. Brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity. I'm Hannah Hundle, and today our show is all about the gift of communication. And we are back with Milt and Quibner, part of the amazing power couple of communication that is Milt and Mia. The duo have their own podcast called Get Over Yourself, The Milt and Mia Show, which helps individuals realize what they need to do in order to create happiness in their relationships and create a fulfilling life. Milt is also the author of How High Should I Jump? The Satirical Guide to Pleasing Today's Woman. In collaboration with his wife, he's written two easy-to-use relationship handbooks, one of which is called the Get Over Yourself Handbook on Creating Happiness in a Relationship, which simplifies the road to understanding by giving you the power to face whatever life offers you. 
the duo firmly believe that you can set up your relationships so you may avoid many of the common problems most people blunder into. And in the handbook, they take you through the steps of what to look for and expect in your potential partner while helping you deflate the intensity of your reactions and teaching you how to laugh at yourself and enjoy your life. Thank you so much for joining us again, Milton. It is my distinct pleasure, ladies. All right. So we were talking about earlier how when we have a problem in our relationships, we tend to really throw ourselves at the person, inventing what we want and what we believe the person is doing wrong. And, you know, I'm in a relationship and I've actually done that before. You know, I've said like, well, I feel this way and I believe that you don't understand. And, you know, afterwards, I feel like I'm the one who's making him feel like a victim. Like I'm the only one that has been complaining about something. And, you know, then I think, well, what if I'm someone that's been so annoying, but he hasn't said anything, you know, what, why haven't I been the one communicating with him instead of at him, which is what Hannah said earlier, communicating with the person instead of at the person, which I think is very, very useful when you're in a relationship, because I think if you just communicate at the person, there's no real relationship, which is what basically communication is, is having a relationship with that person. You got it. That's right. So, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to jump in and say, I think uh, the, I don't like to think to call things mistakes because again, we're here to learn. Mm-hmm. So um, let's just say that as we get going in our lives and in our first few relationships, um, one of the the things that uh, I see it all the time, and it seems to be a common thread, and that is to make to expect the other person to get it, to understand, mm-hmm. and not only that but to be the one that solves your problems for you. Mm. Now, it's one yeah. thing to have a partner and in a relationship where you're both enjoying your lives together and working on the things you want to do, mm-hmm. but you, you can't load that other person with all of your issues and expect them to step in and, and be the one that solves anything for you. You know, this is a, this is a, a wonderful myth that is, seems to be blowing away these days. In the old days, a woman, for instance, would find the right guy and he would come in and Mr. Magic would cure all of the problems that she had. Well, these days we're realizing there is no Mr. Magic, there is no Ms. Perfect. We're just mm-hmm. people, we're just people here experiencing our lives together. So, and, and when we're young, we do this, we do it on everyone. Oh, who is, is she the one? Is he the one? And we kind of go through the, our, our, our dating cycles putting that on the next person. Oh, maybe that's the one that's going to be the one that comes into my life and fulfills me and brings me everything that I'm missing. And I think one of the secrets as you get a little bit older is you realize, oh, wait a minute. Why am I expecting somebody else to make me me? I need, I need to learn about me and I need to learn about how to make me the person that I want to be. It isn't, not only is it not fair, to put it on your boyfriend or girlfriend. That's a heavy load to put on somebody. So it's, it's a way heavy load, and it, I mean that's terrible. And you're wasting your time because the, they can't do it. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody can make me me, but me. Exactly. And 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 we're so we're we're spinning our wheels, wasting our time. When really the thing to do is to start appreciating the person you're with, and not competing with them. Appreciating mm-hmm. them for their good qualities, yeah. the things that they like to do. And then once you start on that road, 
where you're being generous and sweet with the person you're with as opposed to fighting, being competitive, and then shaking your figure saying, why haven't you made me the person I want to be? Right? Exactly. We, you know, I read we, in your book, ahead. I read in your book where uh, a little bit of the excerpt that you had in the Get Over Yourself handbook um, was you first have to understand yourself and make yourself you before you are in a complete relationship with somebody else because otherwise how would you help them understand who you are if you don't understand who you are first which is how communication comes in handy if you can't really understand who you are how are you going to communicate yourself to that other person who is your significant other your boyfriend your girlfriend you know whoever you're in that relationship with and this is why I say get over yourself deflate Mm -hmm. the intensity of your reactions because as you get, as you go along in life, as you get older, as you mature, uh, things sometimes get better, but they often don't. You, you, there is not a straight line of relationships. You go from Roger to Bill to Steve to Tom, and each one gets better. No, sometimes the last three guys were jerks, and it takes a long time to connect with somebody decent. In the meantime, we want to be learning about ourselves and finding our own paths in life. And the only way to do that is to take down the intensity of your reactions and your feelings and your impulses. I'm not exactly. saying, I'm not saying don't feel, but what I'm saying is gradually get a handle on how you react to situations because you don't have to let your reactions lead your life. You don't have to be this impulse machine that just goes off the deep end when whatever happens. And, and, and part of the maturation process as we get older is you tend to react a little less. Your impulses have a little less force in them. When I was 20, oh my God, I just reacted. I was this hothead. Everything disturbed me. I was serious <laughs> about everything. Oh my gosh, I, I was judging everybody as below me, right? I just mm-hmm. saw everybody didn't have their stuff together. Well, now that I'm a little bit older, I realize, well, I'm the one that doesn't have my stuff together, and everybody's just on the same path as me. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's a helpful attitude to see my place in mm-hmm. the world that everybody's, we're all working out our stuff now. Nobody's really got it together. And like I yeah, said exactly. at the beginning of the show, you'll never find anyone who actually understands you. They can only understand parts of you because you is this huge, complex thing that you should spend all your time getting to know. Uh, and they'll of, understand what you show as well. Yeah, absolutely. Not, yeah. No, no, absolutely. What you communicate. And, and if you are a silent person, that's okay too. But you've mm-hmm. still got to find ways to cross the bridge and to make that person across from you or people yeah. if you're dealing with a group. To, to, you, have to, you have to find these ways that are they're easy to do also they're not difficult communication actually is the simplest thing in the world if you allow yourself to be who you are this take this is what i'm trying to say this takes time you just don't show up at 18 years old and say hey i got it together i am a complete person <laughs> no you're just not. <laughs> you're just you're just coming out of the egg you're just discovering some of the questions the the problems the issues that you're going to be facing for the rest of your life. So take the pressure off. Get over yourself. Mm -hmm. Deflate the intensity of your feelings and how you react to things. Come on. And and, and as you do that, as you you accept that thought, the whole world opens up. You'll start to see other people in your world because when you're screaming about your problems, you're going, he's not listening to me. 
or she's not doing this. The only person in the world that can hear you is you. Everybody mm -hmm. else is turned. Nobody likes to listen to somebody shouting and complaining. But when you, when you knock that stuff off, when you don't demand the world understand you, when you look around and start finding your place in the world, my gosh, sooner rather than later you realize this is a really cool place to be. Life is a great place. And there are people who are attracted to me and who want to get to know me. I don't have to shove myself at people. I don't have to force them to hear my situation. Mm. So I really emphasize this all the time to people. Hey, come on, take yourself a little less seriously. Yeah, don't <laughs> react to every little thing that happens. Come on. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I, and I think this is a show to refer back to anytime you're in that sort of predicament. You know, we're all we all have those times where we think we are the world. And I think this is one of those shows with your gems of wisdom to go back to and realize that we do have to get over ourselves. And I wonder with your with your words of wisdom about um, it, it being your duty to understand the entirety of yourself. Does that relate to your anti-psychological approach to dealing with personal issues? Well, in a, in a very real sense it does because what you've done is describe philosophy as I see it. Mm -hmm. See, I don't, I don't believe in therapy as a real effective tool for leading your life because you're handing over your power to somebody else. Just sit, you're sitting at the counselor's desk or chair or whatever it is and you're expecting, again, somebody else to come into your being and figure you out and provide you the script for going on about your life. Well, that's not, in my view, the right way to go. The right way to go is to find out who you are and who you are not. And we use, Mia and I, use some of the old stoical philosophy techniques which allow us to find out what's actually going on in the world, what isn't going on. We're able to separate um, fact from fiction, if you will. And I do this when, I, when you say non-psychological. In other words, that means I'm not sitting analyzing everything that took place, that happened. Psychology tends to kind of look at the past and then find somebody to blame for your problems. Well, I'm the, I'm the reason for my problems, and I don't have any problems. I don't make mistakes. I'm learning in life. So I don't want to be, I don't want to be chained down with a bunch of labels that make me feel bad. And for me, psychology makes me feel bad. Philosophy, on the other hand, frees me to enjoy the life that is all around me. It gives me the basic tools to find out who I am and who I'm not and to participate with people. I, and it, but you know how it does that? It puts me in the present moment, in the moment that's happening now. Because the secret really, ladies, is to live in the here and now. To not be in a state yeah. of, fear, of fear for what's coming or worry, mm -hmm. guilt, and regret for what took place. And okay. things like psychology, they don't allow us to be where we are at. And I think it is so important now that people learn to be in this moment that they have because the moment is always passing. It's always changing. So don't worry about tomorrow. It's going to come. And don't and forget yesterday. Don't dwell take, on the past. Right. Take, take the lessons that you can and let's move on. Quit beating yourself up. And there's, no, there's nothing you ever gain from being guilty, from feeling bad about yourself, from yeah. saying, oh, what an idiot I am. Oh, I failed. Oh, I made a mistake. What a loser I am. Those are not very loving words that you're giving yourself. Right. And, and I'm all about trying to feel good 
and pass that good feeling on to others. So I don't use words like, oh, what a loser I am, or oh, how many times have I failed, or oh, what a mistake, or, or oh, gosh, oh, I should have done that, I should have done this. Those are words, I, you know, shoulda, woulda, coulda. Shoulda, coulda. Man, they're not good friends of mine. Gotta shake it off and shake it off and keep on keeping on. Well, yeah, you thank got it. you very, very much for this great conversation, Milt. Keep up the great work and we will keep rooting for you. During the break, everyone be sure to check out Milt on his show, Get Over Yourself, The Milt and Mia Show, which can be heard on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Player FM. And check out the website at MiltonMiaShow.com. I'm Hannah Hundle. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. Also remember to visit our radio site at ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. We'll be back in the next segment as we continue our conversation on communication. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Hannah Hundel, and today's hot topic is the gift of communication. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. Now, it is our pleasure today to extend our hearty Express Yourself welcome to the newest member of our crew, Maria Wong. Maria Wong is a high school student at Campolindo High School in Moraga, California. In her free time, she participates in the Odyssey of the Mine and Girl Scouts. She is currently working towards her gold award. Maria also enjoys to read, write, and play tennis. Maria is here to audition for her segment called Book Smart, which is oriented around books and how they relate to everyday situations. Hi, Maria. We are thrilled to bring you on the program today. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for letting me on the show. So jumping right into it, I just read a great book called To All the Boys I've Ever Loved by Jenny Han. Now, I know this is a cheesy title, but I really think it resonates with the topic of communication and the fact that miscommunication can lead you to discovering that communicating is good and you need to assert what you want. 
So have any of you guys ever written in a diary or a journal and expressed all your thoughts in there? Um, you know, I, um, I used to write a lot more in my diary when I was probably in elementary school or junior high. And I think with the busyness of life and all the chaos, I've kind of strayed away from it. But I'm really hoping that now before I go to college, I can kind of return back to it and reflect on um, some of my experiences growing up as I start this new college chapter of my life. I think that's really needed how we need to continue writing what we feel down in something so that I think it can kind of serve as a, as a lesson for future life experiences. Like we can go back and see like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do what I did earlier or maybe I could do that again so whatever's happening right now can move forward smoothly. Right, right. Particularly, I think, between phases. So kind of, you know, in the beginning of my childhood, I used to write in my diary. Now I'm kind of wrapping it up in the end, and it's like one succinct little piece of my childhood that I can take with mm-hmm. me. Exactly, exactly, as you said, Asia, used to document my memories and to serve as a lesson for me as I continue on my path. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think this relates to Lara Jean, the main character, and to all the boys I've ever loved before. However, hers is a little different. She writes love letters. These are letters where she expresses her feelings of admiration, frustration, and anguish towards these boys. Now, just as if your diary passages were revealed at school, one day her letters are mysteriously sent out. And this is when all the pandemonium starts to begin. One of the recipients of the letters is Josh, the boy next door, and one of her best friends. He's also her sister's ex-boyfriend. After reading the letter, he seems to reciprocate the same feelings. However, Lara Jean, even though she's been enamored with him her whole entire life, she realizes after him reading the letter that she never really loved him and that she just wants to keep their friendship. And I think if it wasn't for these letters being sent out, if it wasn't for this miscommunication, Lara Jean wouldn't have confronted with her actual feelings for Josh, and it would have taken her a long time to accept what she was actually feeling. Another one of the recipients of the letters is Peter Karinsky, the most popular boy in school and the bad boy, a, pro- a popular stereotype in young adult novels. Now, Peter Karinsky is one of her childhood ex-best friends, and after receiving the letter, he is slightly amused but feels that it's very heartfelt. However, now Lara Jean and Peter are in high school, and she realizes her growing feelings for him. And it's due to the letter, due to this one push of courage, that she's able to actually tell him how she actually feels. So once again, if it wasn't for this miscommunication, if it wasn't for the letter being sent out, she wouldn't have been able to tell Peter how she actually feels, and they wouldn't have actually started a relationship. Mm. Mm, how interesting. I like that. Um, I think that it's actually very important that we use communication to develop better friendships. Now, do you think, Maria, that it's necessary for everyone to communicate through talking or writing letters like Laura Jean? Um, I think it can really depend on the situation. Sometimes it's sometimes if it's just your private thoughts, it's better just to write it out, I think. But in Laura Jean's situation, where there's someone else who actually might be reciprocating the same feelings, I definitely think it's better to talk to them directly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know what I think is interesting is that now we have a new medium with which to communicate and or express ourselves, which is social media. 
And I think that's the way that a lot of people actually communicate, particularly teenagers, because you can, for example, on Facebook, right on your wall or on Twitter, like every five minutes, you can update people on whatever you're doing or whatever you're feeling. And even on things like Pinterest, you can, or Instagram, you can show photos of things that you like and maybe communicate a message through that. And so I think particularly in our world today, teenagers have a lot of great ways to communicate and I would definitely take advantage of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah I definitely agree with that. And um, one of the ways I've been actually able to communicate with one of my friends who lives in Seattle, which is far away from where I live in California, is through Facebook messaging. And we've actually been able to meet up through there whenever she's in San Francisco or I'm in Seattle. Yeah, I actually oh, just great. made a Facebook so that I can keep in touch with my old friends and some, make some new college friends before I head off to college in the fall. And, you know, I didn't have a Facebook. I didn't have any social media for the longest time. I, I really didn't see any purpose for me to have it. You know, I had so many platforms with which to express myself. But now that I've finally gotten a Facebook, I've seen that it's actually a great resource and a great tool to be able to meet people and stay in contact with people with. So for sure, communication in any form is great. So, Mia, what's your favorite form of communicating? Because we've addressed the social media, we've addressed letters, and we've addressed physically talking to somebody face-to-face. So what's your favorite form of communicating? Um, I think personally, I love to talk. I'm a very talkative person. <laughs> so I really just like to like talk to anybody about it, depending on who it is. But I also keep a journal at home, which is more of my private thoughts. So once again, it sort of varies, but I definitely like to talk to people face-to-face more so. Yeah. Which is what we love here on Express Yourself. (laughs) Yes. Now, Maria, do you think that with the advent of social media and everything going on in this technological world, are we losing that ability to communicate face-to-face? I think in some aspects, yes. The fact that... um, as like the language is changing definitely from like words like lol and like stuff like that, you know, but at the same time, I think um, social media has helped make new connections, as you said before, Henna, and keep old connections. So honestly, I think it's a mixed plate. Yeah, it sounds like it's both to where sometimes people get so caught up in the social media that they sometimes shut themselves out from physical contact and physical communications between other people. But at the same time, it's kind of like how, Hannah, you're communicating with people at Harvard that you're making new friends through your new Facebook account to where you're able to meet new people and also keep relations with your old friends. Right, right. It definitely is a mixed bag. I would totally agree with that. And Maria, you said earlier that Lara Jean grows as a person due to her miscommunication mishap do you think that that's applicable for all do you think for all of us there are times when miscommunication um can be a good thing as well as a bad thing yeah i definitely think so and i think this goes with just me being an optimistic person that like even with miscommunication there's definitely as cheesy as this is a silver lining that comes out of it because you learn a lesson from everything i'd like to think and from that you just learn as laura jean did to communicate more directly Mm. I think, you know, there are some times where it's best not to tell people how you feel. Um, yeah, true. In and some, then, yeah. yeah. And then there are good times to tell people how you feel. So what do you think would have happened if those letters that Laura Jean wrote weren't sent out? Like, what, what do you think would have been the situation? I think it would have been the same as before she didn't send the letters when Josh, one of the main characters, was her best friend. 
and she was still lusting after him and she's never talked to Peter or any of these five guys um, who she sent the letters out to. And I think before the book, um, before the letters were sent out, she was a very timid person. Mm -hmm. She Mm -hmm. was sort of afraid to express herself and talk to people about how she really feels. So I think it was a mixed blessing that um, she was able to. I guess that kind of like forced her confidence out and forced her to get out of her shell. Yeah, definitely. For sure, for sure. And having analyzed this book and really taken a great look at the growth that Laura Jean experienced, do you think that this was a great kind of must-read book for everyone? Do you think everyone really has a lesson or moral to glean from this book? Um, Well, it's definitely more on the cheesy young adult novel side, but I do think it has a great lesson and if anybody loves sort of that um, stereotypical high school romance novel, I don't think this is a great read for them. Mm. Now, um, there's a book that came out after it, right? Yes, there is a book that came out after it. It's called P.S. I Still Love You. And it actually just mm-hmm. came out about a week ago. So... Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I accidentally made that reference. But I really want to read these now. <laughs> yeah, I actually I finished it the day it came. I was very excited for it. And it was still a great book. I don't think it had the same message as it focused more so on her and Peter's relationship okay. and um, just sort of jealousy and old friendships and how that can definitely ruin relationships. Mm-hmm. But um, it was still a great read also. Now, there are there other books that uh, that are like All the Boys I Ever Loved? Yes, there are some similar to it. Um, some of them connecting with the letter aspects of it, mm-hmm. such as um, there was one about a dead girl. This is very morbid, about a dead girl <laughs> writing letters um, to, to these boys. And um, one of these was called Hard Love, and another one was called mm-hmm. To the Letters to the Dead. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Maria, for sharing this awesome information, analyzing how book characters effectively communicate and can give us insight on communication for our own everyday lives. During the break, please visit our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com and watch our fun and informative videos on youtube.com slash be the star you are. I'm Asia Gonzalez. And I'm Hannah Hundle. Also, be sure to check out our charity site at btsya.org which stands for Be The Star You Are, 501C3 Literacy and Positive Media Charity. Stay right here with us as we continue our conversation on communication. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. 
If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Hannah Hundle, and our program is Express Yourself. Today, the theme for our show is the gift of communication. We have been having a terrific time discussing the benefits of exchanging ideas, but we're hoping to get a slightly different perspective on the topic now by turning to reporter Brigitte Gia. Brigitte is a high school student who loves comics, especially Japanese manga. She is back with another installment of her segment, Art Attack. Take it away, Brigitte. Hey guys, it's Brigitte. This week I'm bringing you a segment of Art Attack based on the association of art with communication. It's commonly said that a picture's worth a thousand words. Why do people go around saying that? Is this statement really true? Let's get into it a bit. Art says something to people about people. The artist who's created the work is sharing a message, and this message can be interpreted by others according to their emotions and backgrounds. They might also gain deeper insight through the work about the artist himself. Art is a means of communication in its very core, and the ability to transmit meanings through the artist is tied with the essential definition of art in itself. For example, take Salvador Dali's painting, The Persistence of Memory. It's a really well-known painting, and a lot of people use it as a common household name. The name in itself, The Persistence of Memory, suggests both Dali's interpretation and every other way the painting might be taken on first sight. Melting clocks define the work, and one can't help but wonder what Dali was thinking when he painted it. For me, personally, it's a reminder of how drippingly slow everything seems to be until you pass it by. Dali's message might very well have been intended to display his angst, because the painting was created in an era after World War II, and it was called The Lost Generation, in which many of the artists and literaries conveyed their sense of not belonging in the world that they lived in. Mm. Art really conveys many things in our daily lives, and charts and graphs, for example, used in science, are certainly forms of drawings, and they're kind of intended to show more easily a row of numbers on a sheet of paper. Art on greeting cards and murals on school walls were all created specifically to communicate feelings and values, tying works of art to messages and kind of passing them on. Perhaps this is kind of a reason that art was created, because a picture really is worth a thousand words and can communicate any message possible. Mm, that's awesome. I, I love that, how you're connecting communication in art, because I believe that's what art really is. And being an art student is something that you kind of revel in when you're thinking, you know, how do, you, do mm. I express myself? You're expressing yeah. yourself 
through your art, whatever you paint, draw, mm-hmm. uh, use with your instruments that you play or anything like that, which is another reason why music is so beautiful with art as well. Um, mm-hmm. So why do you think it is so difficult to pinpoint exactly what the artist intends on portraying in a piece? Because a lot of it has to do with like mm-hmm. um, surrealism, realism, uh, yeah, and all yeah. those different eras of art. Um, really, if the artist himself is no longer alive to explain what the piece means, or maybe they'd prefer to leave the piece's meaning to the assumptions of the audience, uh, there might be a controversy over the one true interpretation of the piece. Uh, My best guess as as the reason why interpretations are so argued over is that individuals might be affected by their own relations to the object in the piece. Mm. Like, when you view something, you kind of connect it to your own memories. For example, if someone's been happily married, then they'd interpret a drawing of, like, a wedding ring in a much different manner than someone who is happily single. You know, there's different connotations. Um, it might represent the burden of reliance to, like, a single person, but it might represent, like, personal marriage experience to a married person. It's very different. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Wow. Now, I kind of have perhaps a slightly mm-hmm. altered interpretation of the quote that you mentioned, a picture's worth a thousand words, because mm-hmm. what comes to my mind is that photograph um, Migrant Mother that I believe was taken by Dorothea Lange in 1936. Oh, yeah. I've seen that photo. Right, right. Showing mm-hmm. that mother, you know, with, with, in these gruesome conditions with these children. And I believe that was right during the Great Depression. And it yeah. really exposed the horrible conditions that some people were having to experience during this very, very difficult economic and political time in American history. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes why a picture can be worth a thousand words is that a picture mm-hmm. can really, really be very impactful you know, get that message across right yeah. away, boom, there it is. I mean, one look at that mm-hmm. picture and it just haunts you. I think it's a similar thing with that uh, one picture taken by the photographer that was featured on the cover of National Geographic. The name of the mm-hmm. photographer, I think, it, it is escaping me now. But it was, the photograph, I believe, was called Afghan Girl. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I did I did see that yeah. issue. Right, Very haunting. Those, those haunting green eyes. I think sometimes mm-hmm. a picture can be worth a thousand words because it just really impacts you when that image stays in your mind. Exactly, yeah. There's something about a picture that words really can't, like, portray that well. And I feel like that's what's unique about, yeah, like, photography, maybe any form of art, really, gets that message out there faster and more effectively than any words can. Right. Definitely. So a photograph, a piece of artwork, it's universal, in terms, mm-hmm. in terms of anyone of any language can take a look at it and understand a message. Yeah. That message may vary based on different interpretations, but, mm-hmm. for example, with that photograph, Migrant Mother, you take one look at that and you understand how gruesome the conditions that some people are having to experience really are. And so I think that's a great, you know, point relating to all this about the power of a picture. Yeah. In communication. So do you mm-hmm. think that someone's imp- interpretation of a work can change over time, mm-hmm. or is it pretty stagnant? Um, personally, I really do think that a person's interpretation can definitely change over time, because a lot of experiences added as a person throughout time will definitely affect someone's views of a certain work. Again, with the marriage, the marriage analogy, like, if you get married later on, you're probably going to view that wedding ring a little bit differently. Um, there are many artworks that artists themselves have kind of edited over time, which are only detected with modern technology, like a lot of paintings can be layered over and sculptures can be added to. Um, the artist is really as much affected by change as the viewer is. Mm, wow. Mm. 
I like that. Well, there are certain messages that artists kind of portray and they have that one message, you know, ingrained mm-hmm. in their mind and they use that piece to convey that message. And if somebody's interpretation of that piece is altered from the artist's original viewpoint, because that can happen a lot because someone <laughs> may, you know, mm-hmm. convey the message of, you know, how terrible someone's life may have been or how they no longer have mm-hmm. that uh you know, identity that they thought they had, but then somebody else came in and said, no, it's really about this. You know, how how mm-hmm. effective can communications through art really be if their interpretation was completely uh, skewed from mm-hmm. the artist's original viewpoint? Um, again, with the whole the impact thing where you get one message across, I think it's kind of like that, and that nuances of the artist's emotions will seep out through the work. Like, um, mm-hmm. the example that you brought up, with the photograph of the mother in the Great Depression, like, right away you understand how many hardships she's been through. Mm. And I feel like each artwork, with each artwork, these artist emotions can definitely, like, seep through the work, no matter how layered with our own emotions it is. Um, Some effort must definitely be put in by the audience, though, to understand what the artist is really trying to convey. Like, if I just look at a painting of a bunch of sunflowers, I'm like, oh, They're just sunflowers. I mean, I'm not really putting in an effort to understand what the artist is trying to say. Because Mm -hmm. after all, speaking and the written word are kind of the same. Like, they may be different forms of communicating, but you still have to kind of dig deeper to find a true meaning hidden within it. Now, I think that with spoken words and written words, I think Mm -hmm. communication sometimes can be more effective through written words because people may write Mm -hmm. what they feel more than what they speak because especially with a diary you know you're talking to somebody you're telling them what you feel but then you go to your diary and you just unload everything that you feel and I think that is a more powerful Mm -hmm. source of communication sometimes in certain situations because people may Mm -hmm. have expressed what they feel even more than what they would have said physically yeah because you kind of try to veil your words in everyday life exactly yeah yeah but I feel like when you're writing it down, you can get it all out. And I think that kind of comes in terms with, you know, not wanting to offend somebody or yeah, or yeah. anything like that. But I think, you know, communication, if, if you don't want it to offend someone, you know, I think that's kind of impossible. You know, you're going to mm-hmm. offend somebody with no matter what you say. So you might as well just exactly. say what you mean and get it out, you know. Yeah. We're more honest in when we think. Yeah, about exactly. Well, thank mm-hmm. you so much, Brigitte, for sharing this very intriguing information. Thank we really you. love having on the show you're absolutely wonderful Thanks. and you really expanded our perspectives on how communication is such an important part of the art world as always all good things must come to an end and this show gave us an in-depth look at how communication is essential to improving any situation talk thing and to talk things out put everything out on the table and the benefits will pleasantly surprise you Thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and Perry Damone's Kid Star for producing this show where we empower kids. Thanks to our Voice America Kids crew, especially Bruce Solstein and Rio Banstra. Thanks to our guests and reporters across the world, and thank you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Asia Gonzalez. And I'm Hannah Hundle, and you have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For info on our creative community, go to btsya.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, be willing to communicate, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. 
Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines If you would let yourself